Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Logistics, where we have conversations with thought leaders and newsmakers in the supply chain and the logistics industry. It's my great pleasure to welcome today's program, Jerry Bollinger, who is owner and founder at American Newspaper Solutions, and Jason Fry, who is senior business development at RouteSmart. And uh, today we're going to talk about why driver satisfaction matters in last mile delivery. Now, last mile delivery is tightly linked with customer experience, which is you know, becoming a greater competitive differentiator across many industries. So which employers, uh, I mean, excuse me, which employees are in the driver's seat uh, to deliver the best customer experience? Well, the answer is delivery drivers, probably not surprising. Um, so how does you know, driver satisfaction impact customer experience, customer satisfaction? Why does driver satisfaction matter? And, and what actions can companies take to improve driver uh, satisfaction and how can technology help? Well, those are some of the main questions we're going to address in today's episode. And it's great to have Jerry and Jason on the program to share their insights and advice on this topic. So Jerry, Jason, welcome to the program. Well, thanks, Adrian. It's uh, my pleasure. And I'm looking forward to this discussion on such a important subject. Yeah, that, thank you as well. And, and Jerry, um, I hope you and I can uh, keep it brief as our conversations generally aren't brief. So uh, we'll do our best to, to stay within the confines of what Adrian has defined. Well, you know, so you mean such... I get to do all the talking and you have to sit there? See, already, already. Here we go. Go ahead. Well, you know, this is obviously you know a very meaty topic, and I, as as we'll you know talk about uh, today in, in the episode here, you know, there's also a research report that we worked on together that that focuses on this topic. Um, so, for those of you that are interested in this top, you know, diving even further into this topic, you know, you can certainly uh, download the report and and read it. Um, so, Jerry, let, let's start with you and, and kind of be, you know, your first time guest here on Talking Logistics. So, you know, kind of before we dive into this topic, um, you know, I always like to, you know, learn how people get involved in this in this industry. And so tell us a little bit about your career path and, and how and why you got involved in this industry and, and kind of what, what your current roles and responsibilities are. Well, um, my primary background is in accounting and um I started my career in the print media business and uh, in Chicago and uh, migrated over time. And I'm now in Michigan where I operated a number of daily and weekly newspaper operations. Uh, I also in that path was a labor negotiator, um, designer of major distribution systems across our landscapes. Um, and that led to me being the founder of ANS American Newspaper Solutions. So that was the first company that really took most of the skill sets that I developed over my career and put them into a independent company focusing on certain elements that I felt was needed in the industry. From there, I also moved into technology development for the same purpose. Um, I was an early adapter to the idea that um, distribution companies really needed guidance above uh, what was capable at that point in time. So nearly 20 years ago, I got on the path of technology development and um, that formed a new company called Carrier Track Technologies, which became um, how basically Jason and I, our two companies uh, formed an alliance and a partnership because of the, the ability for the two companies to really serve their market 
opportunities in a much more efficient and a much more um, deliverable way. And I use that term because that's what we do sure. as it relates to the industries we serve. Um, and I also then invested into a distribution company for an expanded out of the media companies that was our primary area of responsibility. So we moved into parcel distribution and I also became involved in helping companies form uh, opportunities in the in that particular industry. So that's my background and that's why uh, and how I arrived at this point with you, Adrian. Great. Well, you know, obviously a wealth of experience there from, from multiple you know, different uh, angles. And, you know, when you think about last mile delivery and home delivery, you know, no other industry probably than the newspaper industry probably has the most know-how and experience in, in, in doing that, that gets translated and updated, if you will, to everything that's going on right now in the world of e-commerce and, you know, partial delivery. Um, and then obviously technology is playing a critical role in, in helping enable all that. So again, great background, great experience. And I think, um, you know, it's going to provide some great insights into the, the the, the topic here. So, so let's get into the topic now, Jerry, and I'll start with you and then Jason, uh, you, you know, move on to you as well. So like sure. I mentioned earlier, you know, late last year, you know, in a survey we conducted with 28 um, leading companies that have last mile and, and, and home delivery operations, almost 90% of the respondents either strongly agreed or agreed that there is a direct link between driver satisfaction and customer satisfaction. Again, 90% direct, direct link between driver satisfaction and customer satisfaction. So I guess the first question is, I mean, do, do these results surprise you? And, and second, how does driver satisfaction impact customer satisfaction? Well, Adrian, I'd like to make a comment, if I may also, that in the understanding I have of the data that was collection, the collected data that is, is the background for this, really ran through a number of different types of uh, distribution companies. For example, there are the companies that are servicing the national and international providers uh, and there are independents that are across the country and they're in variable sizes, variable stages of where they're at as far as their company's status and growth and all those opportunities. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of difference in the bundle of providers because it is a emerging um, category and everybody's running to that light uh, as quickly as they can. And uh, it's, it's creating opportunity and it's also creating the expansion of technologies and supports that uh, RouteSmart company and my companies um, will be able to, to provide to these these companies, but it's in that statement, there is some diversity in relationship to um, the findings. And I'll try to point those out as we go through this to some degree. Um, no, um, not a surprise. It's, it's direct. I mean, it's the last link in the chain and it can positively impact the chain upstream or at the end of the stream. It has the magnitude to, to take a shipper's um, relationship with a, with a uh, user of their products and change the outcome. So it's critical to 
all the way up to the beginning of the chain and obviously to the last mile of the chain. Yeah, I mean, I think when you think of a delivery driver, I mean, in many ways, they're they're a brand ambassador, right? I mean, they're the they're the they're they're the probably aside perhaps from the well, in the old days, right, where a lot of people used to go into the physical stores to buy, right? They may see right. a salesperson or 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 uh, you know someone there, so a physical human being that they're talking to, but then the last person that they interact with is that delivery driver, right? Which is really Absolutely. representative of of the brand, and everything can go right you know, upstream, you know, with the sales price process, the, the product, the quality, everything else. And if that delivery process goes wrong, um, and even the interaction with the driver, there's some negative consequences to it for whatever reason, you know, it, it, it ends up harming the brand, doesn't it? No, it does. It travels all the way upstream from the uh, point of entry into the system, all the way down to the front door, hopefully of the recipient. So yeah, absolutely. And a lot of companies, you know, need to stand back and think about that because that goes back to the conversation of technology support and having the insight to manage your company and manage these drivers in any spot on the earth, which is really important to do. Right. Jay Station, did you want to add something? I I was just going to say that the drivers are in the customer relationship business, period. Um, You know, there's no doubt that they are the interacting face with the end client, as well as, as Jerry points out, slightly up the chain. Um, but at the end of the day, who, who am I interacting with? Not the guy loading the truck, not the, not the uh, person entering the information. It's the person that's coming to my doorstep and dropping off a package. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Jason, let's um, move on to you now. I mean, it's kind of beyond this link to customer satisfaction. Why does driver satisfaction ultimately matter? Well, I think, first of all, the hiring of, of, well, I don't even think this. I know that, that hiring of drivers is um, an ongoing issue, industry-wide, and not just industry-wide, but, but among all industries that are doing anything uh, uh, related to delivery. Uh, are you familiar with um, a publication called Modern Shipper? Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a newsletter that, that talks um, all things delivery, from gig uh, on up to um, last-mile jobs and services and those kind of things. Um, I picked up a stat from them the other day, Uh, 37.8% of last mile delivery firms in North America said finding qualified drivers to hire is their biggest issue. 37.8. The number two issue is at at 24.4% is reducing last mile inefficiencies. So if we stop and think about that for a second, that means it's it's less important to, to lower operational costs than it is to get a warm body in that vehicle and, and headed down the road. That's astounding when you stop and think about it. Jerry, I don't know if you had any comments uh, on, on your um, struggles with uh, hiring folks, uh, specifically uh, on the last mile side. Well, it's ongoing, as you said, and it's been that way since 2020. I think particularly in this industry, October of 2020, sure. it's really when um, the market and there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, and certainly COVID uh, was the primary disruptor at that point. And now there's yeah. other issues and other situations that are commingling with that problem and um, actually extending that problem. Um, I, it's a, and you're right, it's a challenge not only in this sector, 
any sector I'm involved in currently is right. an issue. And most people who I know, it's an issue, including the auto industry and the friends that I have in that industry, they also are struggling for the same purposes. And the quality of what the folks are that they need is really um, a part of the issue too. There's a higher need for technology thinking capable folks in the in that industry, and they're hard to find. Yeah. So it's I think I think we've reached one of those. Board. Excuse me. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those critical times where because that's the way we've always done it is is simply just not a feasible response to anything at this point. All right. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's so much being talked about in terms of this labor shortage problem, and there's a lot talked about in terms of obviously over the road uh, truck drivers. But right. you know, as, Jerry, as you alluded to, I mean, that that's this is an, an issue in warehousing, finding the right you know enough people Absolutely. in warehousing, enough people in manufacturing, yeah. and and really, you know, we did an episode here on talking logistics not too long ago in terms of talking this labor shortage problem and how it's really, you know, when you look at it, it's really a demographics problem. Um, right. Yeah, at the end of the day, you know. Uh, uh, we're not, um, you know, uh, the the birth rate in the United States, as well as many other countries around the world, are not keeping right. up with the, you know, retirement and and death rate, and uh, so the pool the, the pool just continues to shrink and shrink, so which makes you know it's not only hiring folks right, but retaining those folks becomes critically, you know, important. Once you have someone that is high quality, a safe driver, uh, technology, you know, is savvy with technology. Uh, has good human, you know, person-to-person -person skills, right? That customers love when they show up at their doorstep to deliver the package or, or the goods. Um, you, you know, that's why it's so critical to kind of be able to to, to do what you can to re, you know, make them satisfied with their job so you can retain them and not lose them to, you know, a competitor or lose them to a different industry, you know, altogether. Um, sure. So Jerry, this, this brings me to my next question, right? So I think, you know, we, we, I think we recognize the, the importance of, of driver you know, satisfaction. But going back to the survey, you know, more than half of the respondents in the survey, 57%, you know, reported that they currently do not measure driver satisfaction. Um, again, do these results surprise you? And, and why isn't that percentage much higher? Well, no, it doesn't surprise me uh, at all. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> I think it's going to get more complicated until there are some reliefs occurring in the subject you just talked about, which is human resource. Um, but we're dealing with a lot of different types of companies, some that are large, heavily invested. We're dealing with a lot of startup companies that are invest, um, you know, just doesn't have the capital uh, to invest heavily into what their, what their opportunities might be. It's really all about, in my opinion, financial and human resources is then they're really the critical uh, separation that is creating that issue. A lot of companies just don't have the finances to invest in management and invest in training, health products, all the other elements that already now you're, you're competing in a market that's expanding in those capabilities because of the desire of attracting more opportunity of hires out of that same category. We right. didn't in the industries we were in have much competition for human resource until today. And now you mentioned gig drivers, you mentioned um, all the other types of industries that's developing around it. That's drying up our human resource pool and it's costing great money to do that. 
whatever happened to 7.45 as a minimum wage? Nobody in this country is hiring anybody successfully or retaining them at least 15 plus. So the world has changed dynamically. The human resource capability has changed. The financial aspects and needs of certain companies have changed. I'll give you an example of that. In the world of the majors, the national, international uh, providers of this service, um, it is a difficult stretch for those IC companies working for those companies to be successful because they can't elevate their income, right? Their income is controlled and they can't minimize their um, uh, human resource well because there's there's certain goals uh, that you have to meet and standards. So you're really trapped in, you can't elevate your own income and you're not gonna, it's very much of a struggle to minimize. That opens up a lot of opportunity, I believe, for this growth sector, which is the private sector. I think it gives uh, hope and the opportunity for these categories to expand. You know, I think you, you raised a, a lot of great points here. I mean, going back to what you said earlier too, you know, sometimes we think we, we talk about, I'm certainly, I'm guilty of this as well. You know, we talk about last mile delivery and we talk about home delivery almost as this, you know, homogenous entity, but it's really a very heterogeneous, you know, mm -hmm. environment, everything from, you know, the UPSs and FedExes of the world to the gig economy, you know, types of uh, outfits to, you know, multiple other models, you know, th that, that are out there. So when you're talking about, uh, like you said, you know, the ability of some of these companies to offer, you know, competitive pay to offer 401ks, let's say, or health, uh, health insurance plans and, 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 and the like, I mean, these are all things that ultimately, you know, um, roll into and, and contribute to, you know, customer satisfaction. But I think what you just said here, you know, challenges sometimes turn into opportunities as well. And this becomes Absolutely. an opportunity. Yeah. This becomes an opportunity for, you know, for certain segments of the market to really differentiate themselves to attract that talent and retain them, you know, by having more flexibility and more creativity in what they do, right? Oh, absolutely. And, um, you know, it, really it's, if, in my humble opinion, the growth aspect of this company or this sector is not gonna occur by the national and international companies. Actually, I believe there's going to be shrinkage there for a lot of reasons. Um, and I think that opens the door for pricing changes in the sub-market, which is the private enterprises, the entrepreneurs that are out there trying to find a niche. Uh, I think that's going to open up a cavity of opportunity um, for those providers as long as they stay the course and absolutely focus as much as they can based on the, the income that they're generating back into the driver operations and equally as important, a management staff that allows people to really have access to and communication rather than one or two people are trying to run a company. But that is still the cause of a lot of issues and it's all back to human resource and financial stability into that into those markets in my my opinion yeah no great great point so J jason to you now i mean um you know touch upon a little bit about technology now i mean what what actions can companies you know take to improve driver satisfaction and, and how can technology help well um i, I think 
Jerry nailed it. The, and I don't think any of us need a survey to read a survey or surveys to, to figure it out. What do people want? They want higher wages and, and, and better healthcare, um, uh, as well as 401ks and all those other uh, you know, secondary and tertiary uh, uh, benefits. Um, I think drivers, uh, and, and the survey bears this out, but the drivers want a, uh, they, they don't want surprises. They want to show up and know that they're going to have a fair and balanced workload every day. Uh, they want uh, the, the, the truck loaded in a logical way for easy package retrieval. Um, you know, and enabling uh, um, technology just in those two particular uh, uh, items would go a long way to, to bettering the, the satisfaction. Um, I think it's kind of simple. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I, I've, well, I've never... I, I should say simple to talk about, a little more difficult to implement. Right. I mean, I can just, you know, and I've seen cases where um, uh, I've, I've seen a, a, a delivery driver, you know, in the back of the van, you know, hunting, you know, yep. and they're probably in there for five minutes trying to find the box or the package. Yep. And I can just see, you know, I've never been I've never been a delivery driver, but I can see if that happens throughout the, the, the day and throughout the, my route you know, how yeah. frustrating that can be where, you know, it's, sure. you know, you expect to, to, you know, show up quickly, you know, grab the package, deliver it. And, but meanwhile, you're, you're spending five, 10 minutes at every stop, just hunting, you know, for a package yeah. or, you know, not knowing what you're going to be doing, you, you know, day yeah. in or day out, I, I think it get, you know, pretty frustrating. I'll add a personal story. I'm looking out the window. That's what I'm looking over there. Um, not two weeks ago, I look out and there's a major parcel delivery company with two of their vehicles on my cul-de-sac, not even my street, my cul-de-sac. And of course, as a, as a routing professional, that drives me nuts, right? Um, turns out they're not a RouteSmart client. Maybe that's part of the problem, right? Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, so, you know, I kind of stopped my vehicle and I, I, to be honest with you, I got up my phone and took a picture. And one of the drivers was not happy that I was doing that. They came and confronted me almost. And I said, hey, you know, I'm in this world. I, I understand, I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware of your frustration. It turns out that there was a package on one vehicle that should have been on the other. So they agreed that this was a good meetup spot. So this person, this driver had to leave their entire route, come to the other route, get that one, one or two particular packages in, in, in return. So, you know, eliminating those kind of things, which are always going to happen, but maybe minimizing those type of, of, of interactions is, is uh, will, will go a long way towards satisfaction. She was not happy uh, about the situation, let alone the fact that I was taking a picture of the situation. So. Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes you just have to, you, you know, if you really pay attention, you'll see some of those inefficiencies and some of those uh, oh. challenges that, that that happen on a day-to-day -day basis that, uh, again, yeah. dri drivers are ultimately having to, uh, you know, have to resolve uh, on the fly. But yeah. this is, again, an area where technology, you know, can help by, uh, uh, you know, working smarter rather than 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 harder. Um, so as a way to, as a way to wrap up, uh, Jerry, I'll start with you. And then, Jason, you can, uh, you know, bring us home here. Um you know, what action should companies take to go from, let's say, good to great, you know, to, to, to use that line uh, from uh, from the Collins book, you know, to, to go from good from, to great in their last, you know, mile delivery operations. And, and, and again, not just in, in improving driver satisfaction, but in becoming, you know, a leader overall. You know, I, again, that breaks down to what element a company is in the service of the whole process of being a distributor. I mean, it, there are so many variables out there because it's such a, even it's such a um, growth oriented uh, opportunity and it has so much 
new startups in it. It really depends on the level of that company and the, uh, the uh, expertise of the people that are running those companies. But in general, you have to say, how do I manage a bottom line that uh, gives me the opportunity to invest in technology or at least get into this situation where I can find that technology, because that really is the big answer in a lot of these issues, especially in the startup companies, because they're out there. The time to deliver uh, probably is expedited because they don't have that capability right now. So to to Jason's point, somebody was out there and had to buddy up in order to transfer uh, a box from one to the other. And those kind of experiences cost time, cost money, and irritates customers, right? Because now and everything's late. And right? irritates drivers. Jared. No, and, and irritates the driver. So when you look at it from a fundamental point of view, it's a matter of the efficiencies in your operations come from certain types of um, investments that you make. So how do you make that first investment to make that first improvement? Well, I'm sure uh, it's uh, Jason, in my opinion, is technology is the driver. And that's the critical aspect. The driver really needs to be focused on the delivery aspect and all the elements of, is he packaged properly in the back? Or is he, does he have now somebody in his ear that's saying, hey, do this, do this, do this, taking that part of the operation out of it, making it more very seamless for him. And that creates time available time for more package delivery by that truck, which increases the profitability of that truck, which you can share back to the driver in income and benefits and things of that nature. It really starts with the whole process. And like I said, there are many startup companies that are learning those skills and starting to understand that these are the requirements to stay long-term in the industry. And I think right. that's starting to mature. Companies like RouteSmart and CarrierTrack Technologies are branching out and we're expanding in these categories and we're going to help them. At the end of the day, our goal is to make them profitable or help them be profitable, help them stabilize their workforce, which, by the way, is also competitive in today's society as it relates to government and uh, what government's trying to do to help what they perceive needs are in the, in the marketplace. All these things are crunching these companies, but there is a light and the light is don't quit, don't give up, work on your margins, expand your margins. Don't put the margins in the bank, put the margins in your company, put the margins in technology and benefits into, even if it's a, a small step at a time, but pick the time, Pick the step that you need to make because it's your company. Nobody should know that better than you. And again, you do need assistant management. One person cannot run these companies. You have to look to others to support. They're almost 24 seven day companies. You have to run them 24 seven days. That's my viewpoint. Great, great, great advice and great, great insights. I, I love the fact that, you know, how you said, you know, th these things are all interconnected, right? So you can't look at driver satisfaction in isolation from operational effic efficiency. Yeah. And, you know, really they, they build upon each other and they, they both, uh, 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 again, relate to each other. And, and, build, and so you really have to take this integrated and holistic look 
yeah. uh, at, at this whole thing rather than kind of piecemeal, uh, you know, per perspective. Uh, Jason, final thoughts on, on this topic in terms of uh, uh, what actions companies can do, again, not just to improve driver satisfaction, but also become a leader overall. Well, I'll, I'll go back to what I said earlier. Uh, drivers are in the customer satisfaction business. Simple as that. Um, so I, I, I think the first thing that these companies can do, uh, and I'm, I'm basically parroting what Jer Jerry said, but maybe with a little more brevity, is, is, is pay attention. Um, be aware of driver's uh, satisfaction. Measure it in some meaningful way uh, and apply that back to, to the business. Doesn't have to be huge steps, uh, one small step at a time, right? Uh, and, and we'll get there. So uh, uh, appreciate you having us on today, Adrian. Great. Well, I want to thank you both. Uh, you know, like I always say, at the end of our episodes, you know, we usually just scratch the surface on, on these topics. Yeah. But you know, you provide both of you provide some great insights and advice. Uh, again, I'm sure there'll be a link nearby to download the report uh, for those of you that are interested in kind of diving in deeper in, in some of the uh, the takeaways from the from the research and some of the recommendations there. Um, but again, thank you both for making the time to be with us, uh, uh, Jerry and Jason. Thank you very much. Adrian, thank you so much for having me uh, on your program. Uh, you're a great leader in developing us to be able to respond to this category. So thanks for your leadership on this call. We appreciate it very much. Jason, yeah. always good to see you, my friend. Always good to see you. Always good to talk to you. I'm sure you'll call me after this. Great. Well, I'll I clear, thought you'd be calling clear me. My schedule. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you both again for your time. And for those of you that are watching this episode uh, on demand, uh, if you're um, uh, either at the RouteSmart uh, website or on Talking Logistics and you've got a question for Jerry or Jason, you can post it there and I'm sure they'll be more than happy to respond via that medium. Again, thank Absolutely. you for joining us and look forward to seeing you in a future episode of Talking Logistics. Have a great thank day. Thank you.